0: Talk, quenching Milwaukee's thirst for knowledge. I'm Marty Michelson. A listener recently asked us, why did the Bugle newspaper end and where are its employees now? For answers, uh, I asked uh, Steve Schaffer. He's the assistant archivist at the Milwaukee County Historical Society and has an impressive collection of of copies spread out on tables in his office.
1: There were a lot of articles about uh, Vietnam veterans against the war. VA support for returning veterans. Um, There was also a lot of content uh, regarding um, drug dependency Schaffer says
0: the bugle catered to young people who were influenced by the Vietnam War. It also included political cartoons and promotion of music festivals. The bugle started in 1970. It was free and it picked up just as another alternative paper, the Kaleidoscope, was ending its run. Schaffer says the Kaleidoscope focused heavily on political commentary and was considered extremely radical, while the bugle, although left-leaning, appealed more to the mainstream.
1: The, the reason that I think it was probably a little bit more successful is it, it had uh, b- balanced uh, cultural and political content.
0: The Bugle put out more than 300 issues between 1970 and 78. I met Mark Goff at the Bugle's first location. It's that tiny log cabin that sits in the parking lot of the tracks on Humboldt and Locust. Goff was a writer and photographer, part of a staff of about 20 people coming and going.
2: We all thought up stuff to write, and we all turned it in, I can't remember, I think Thursday was deadline day. So during the week, people would come in and start turning in copy.
0: And according to photos that Goff took, the inside of the place was cramped, with papers piled up on tables, stocked with rotary phones and manual typewriters. Recovered anti-war, activities you know marches protests things like that the bugle distributed copies to newsstands supermarkets and bars throughout milwaukee county as the paper grew the staff moved into a bigger office in the river west neighborhood he says then one day he got a call at six in the morning from the bugle the offices had been firebombed he grabbed his camera and ran over there
2: so we spent the whole day cleaning up and salvaging it and we we didn't miss a publication. We managed to slap the whole thing together and get the next week's paper out on, on,
0: on deadline and on time. Goff says UWM came to the Bugle's rescue, allowing the paper to use university offices to crank out the next edition. He says the fire starters were never caught, but theories continue to swirl. He says the Bugle had a few enemies because some articles dealt with controversial subject matter. The building was declared a total loss, so the Bugle moved to a storefront on Burleigh, and that's where it ended.
2: Probably the ad sales dropped off to the point where it couldn't be financially sustainable any longer, you know. Usually that's what kills papers.
0: (laughs) Goff says some Bugle staff went on to write for the Milwaukee Journal and the Milwaukee Sentinel or other alternative weeklies. One even found fame and fortune as a Hollywood screenwriter. Support for this season's Bubbler Talk comes from Educators Credit Union, a member-owned credit union dedicated to helping those who live and work in Wisconsin make informed financial decisions. More at ecu.com. What's got you scratching your head about the Milwaukee area? Submit your question at ww.m.com slash bubbler talk.